Hey everyone, welcome to episode 104 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Bruno Van Toycom, the co-founder and CEO at 28 Health. Without further ado, let's bring him on. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? I'm great. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to, to speak. I know we've been kind of chatting back and forth for a while now. I'm glad we were both able to, uh, you know, separate some time and be able to hop on, hop on a podcast together. So I'm excited. I think we should dive right into it. If you could tell the audience about your background, I think that'd be a great start. Let's do it. Yeah. So my background is in the healthcare space. As a consultant, I worked with the Gates Foundation on improving access to healthcare in developing countries. That's what I'm very passionate about. I did a lot of work in family planning, HIV, malaria. And at the time, I also met a couple of telehealth startups in Africa. And I just thought that telehealth was a very powerful way to improve access. And at the same time, I met my co-founder, Amy, at the time, who brought you know, a strong um, set of skills from, from direct-to-consumer and the same passion for healthcare. And so we decided to start 28 together. Perfect. And, and, and I, I have to ask too, right? So for the audience listening, um, where, where are you originally from? I'm from Belgium in Europe. Belgium. So I've okay. lived through a pretty different healthcare system than what we live in in the US. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I love when you just said uh, malaria, the way that you said it, if I could say it every time like that, I know it's a horrible thing, but the way that you just said it, it sounded really cool. Um, <laughs> Interesting. I'd love to quickly dive into that. And then we can go into talking about, you know, 28 in more detail, why you started it, kind of how things work. But uh, what, what, like, I guess, advantage do you think it's given you kind of being able to see these, like a lot of people, you know, they're born either here in the US or somewhere else, but you saw two really different health systems. Do you think seeing those two different health systems and kind of being in, in uh, you know, actually, uh, if that experience, seeing both those health systems has helped you with your, your company today at all or no? Yeah, I, I do think a lot. I think it's a combination of things. I think that's one of them. It's actually the same for my co-founder, Amy, who is from Canada. So I think we have both sort of experience with a different healthcare system with, you know, how hard it is um, when we moved in here to, to navigate the system and, and we're privileged people. So um, I can only imagine how it is for, for folks um, that have an even harder time. And so I think this is, this is one piece. Um, so for me, like access has never been a question. Um, and so that's a lot of the work I did at Gates of how can we improve access for people irrespective of, of, of the color, of the income level, of the coverage of where they live. And so that, that's the same experience that we wanted to bring to 28 in the US. And, and the more we looked at it, the more we saw a massive need. I think if you look at number of people on Medicaid, number of people who are uninsured or underinsured, I think there's still a, a lot of work to do to improve access to women's health. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm always curious when I hear from people that, you know, grew up somewhere else, they had exposure to like different health systems, like how, how it just, it, I guess it just, uh, it either makes you appreciate certain things more too. Right. Or also yeah. like, I can't believe we do things a certain way here. Um, interesting. I I'd love to dive more into now the, the core business. So, 
28 Health, can you tell us, I guess you gave us a quick intro, but why you decided to start it with your co-founder, uh, how things work and kind of just the, the, I guess, basic description and then maybe a little more detailed if you can. Of course, uh, things are right. So why we started is really around need and the mission. I think we're both super passionate about increasing access to healthcare. There's a lot of work to do. If you, you know, take underserved women in the US, it's actually the majority of women, more than 60% of women are either on Medicaid, uninsured or underinsured. If you look at the outcomes, I think, you know, the US has a long way to go in terms of an internet pregnancy, pregnancy rate, you know, STI uh, prevalence, maternal health outcomes, and those are just some initial examples. Uh, those outcomes are even worse for, you know, people with lower income or people of color. And so that that's what really got us you know, excited to, to start something because nobody was really looking at that market. And it's still the case today. Like you see a lot of players who do very important work, but I think there's very few digital health players focused on, you know, the Medicaid population and, and the underserved population in general. That's what got us started. Um, so that's really the core of our mission. Our mission is to increase access to reproductive and sexual health that's inclusive of underserved communities. Tactically, we offer telemedicine, medication delivery, and ongoing messaging for doctors. We started with birth control, but we want to be a comprehensive women's health platform. So we'll go all the way from contraception to menopause. And you will see actually in the next few months, we'll be launching you know, products outside of the contraceptive space. And we're also expanding across the country. So we're still in six states today, but we'll be launching uh, many, many more states um, in the next few weeks. Perfect. That's exciting. Yeah. What, what are some of the things, I guess, you are most excited about as we head into 2021? You know, 2020 was a crazy year. Uh, I guess both in terms of just general well-being for, for the country <laughs> as a whole, but also... Um, just towards your company, like, what do you, re I, now the answer could be everything, right? And, and that's not a bad answer either, but um, I guess if you had to focus in on a few things, what are you really excited yeah. about this year? Yeah, so let me tell you about, I think two parts. One is sort of what gets us excited about the space in general. And then I think um, what gets us excited about 28. So I think, first of all, I think one of the tailwind of, of COVID is that, you know, people started to use telemedicine more. I think they started to trust it. And our view is that, you know, telemedicine will, will not replace the healthcare system, but, but can become an important part of it. And, and one of the options that people can use to get the care that, that they need. And so one thing we're really excited about is to have seen, you know, people using and accepting more telehealth. We have seen, I think, more and more companies coming with really high standard of care. Um, that they can provide online. And we're seeing also regulators. I think we're seeing regulators not just during COVID, but New York, for example, a few weeks ago just passed a law where you know video consultation will be reimbursed for doctors at the same rate as in-person consult. And that's important, right? Because if, if doctors are, are not able to get the reimbursement that I used to, then they will not really make the switch. So and across the board, we have seen most states developing, you know, regulations around telemedicine. So I think I think that that's really good. And when it comes to our company, a few things we're super excited about. I mentioned we'll be launching new products. Um, so we'll be building that, that full platform and not just a, a birth control player. I think we will be launching a lot of new partnerships. 
So we partner with nonprofits, with other brands. We ask, you know, in discussions with payers and providers, and then also expanding across the country. Like we want to have the largest impact possible. So initially we focus on a few set of states to really get our user experience right. And, and, and now I think we have that and we're really kind of, um, you know, pushing the next gears to expand across uh, the US. Exciting. That's really exciting. Um, yeah, it's, you, you, have, you have a really interesting background too. I, I feel, um, so when I was first looking at your profile when we were kind of putting together, you know, you coming on the podcast, I, I think it's a huge advantage that you were at both, uh, Boston Consulting Group in the past. And, you know, I'm sure the experience, now correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I'm sure the experience that you had there is, is definitely helping you with, with running this business and understanding the landscape to a high level. Is that fair to say? I think it's fair to say, I think it's, it's um, there are some advantages. I think there are definitely also some gaps. I think the, the knowledge of the healthcare system that I was able to gain, I think that, that was definitely a good head start. It also gives credibility, right? To be able to say that you worked at the Gates Foundation and at BCG when you, when you raise your first, your first couple of rounds, when you build your team, the, the network that you get, I think is, you know, a lot of our first hires or advisors were either from direct network or facilitated by, by people that, that we knew. And, and then I think one thing that I heard you on a lot of other interviews also speak about is the need for focus. I think when you start a business, you have like a thousand of thousand ideas, you know, you, every day you have new ones and, and it's really about focus. If you want to get something out there that, that works, um, you can only pick a few. And so I think that that's a lot of things that, that I learned. Um, but was also missing a lot of, uh, important skills, you know, you know, I had limited knowledge of the direct to consumer space, marketing tech. So my co-founder, Amy brought a lot of that, a lot of that experience from, from running a DTC startup. And then we also tried to kind of, you know, outsource or, or use like, you know, freelancers for, you know, what, what we needed on top of that. But yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it was, was helpful. I think something that. Also gets me really excited is the team. Like I, I forgot to mention, but that's probably the number one thing that gives me a lot of energy. Like despite COVID, like we put some interesting engagement models in place. We do daily all hands. We, you know, play a little game every Thursday. We did some events and we have a really, you know, a really strong team of dedicated folks and we're hiring a few more. So uh, that's also, uh, I mean, more than a few more, we're hiring a, a bunch of new people and that's, that's very fun. Exciting. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I always, when I, when I talk with other entrepreneurs, we talk through, I, I think it's a common thing, whether it's the first venture or a couple ventures and entrepreneurs are, are known to have, uh, what a mentor of mine used to say, uh, we have like entrepreneurial, like ADD, like if, if we, if we don't focus in on something, we could come up with ideas all day long, right? Of like, oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. But then we just have a, a sheet full of ideas and, and no, uh, no execution behind it. But um, yeah, so I, you're right. Focus is a huge thing. And I'm sure, like you said, there's parts of you working at like, you know, BCG and working at the, the you know, working at the, uh, was it the, you said the, 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 was it the Gates Foundation? Yeah. Yes. Um, that that help but then also like at the end of the day just you, 
I'm sure most of your experience, like I know for me, the best things I've learned are when I've actually just done it myself and, and not actually worked for the company that was like, when you have to do it and you either like fail or succeed as a result of you doing it, that's when it like really sticks in, right? And you learn yeah. a lot. Cool. You know, cool. that's right. And I think you, you, you learn a lot, like a ton. Like I think what I learned the past years is, is it's different skill set, but it's incomparable with what I learned before a lot, exactly what you said, a lot more by kind of doing, learning, failing yourself. Uh, and indeed it sticks. Um, but, but I think it's fun. It, it's, it's really fun. I think the, the combination of like learning yourself, but also I think sometimes it's nice to kind of learn from the best. Um, and, and, uh, and that's something what we're trying to combine. We are also pretty lucky to have a few friends that did ventures before. And so we rely on like pretty amazing advisors that guide us along the way. And that, I think that, that played a big, a big part to, um, to our early, early success. Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to also let's, let's, let's try to have Amy come on at some point too. This is not going to be our last podcast, right? This is what we talked about as the intro podcast. We want to have you on several more times to kind of focus in on certain areas of your business that I know you would love to talk about and Amy would love to talk about and, you know, maybe other members of your team, but I know our audience would be interested in hearing those focus points as well. Of course. I think, you know, the more, the more, the better for us. Um, anytime. Perfect. I'm excited. Where can people learn more about you and your organization? Yeah. So a few things. So first of all, they can come on our website, you know, 28, help.com all spelled out um we're on linkedin we are on facebook we are on instagram we're on twitter uh, we're getting more and more press coverage so i think we, we got pretty lucky with some some forbes some TechCrunch articles um this pod, podcast other podcasts and one thing i do want to point we're also recruiting for some really interesting roles that i think might be relevant for your audience so we are looking for a head of business development. That's super exciting working on partnership with payers and providers. We're always looking for physicians to, to join the team. We're also looking for uh, a partnership and, and marketing manager, and then also growing the tech team. So if there's anybody listening to, to the podcast that's interested, just go and look it up, click on the careers and, and feel free to apply. Um, and then we, we also are building partnerships with as I mentioned, you know, colleges, nonprofits. We're trying to go where people are, uh, especially our sort of target population, the people who, who struggle to have access. So that's also a lot of the ways that people people can learn about us. Perfect. Great. Well, thanks again for for coming on the podcast. We'll uh, we'll let everyone know. Thanks so much, Jared. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of services and solutions to power the future of healthcare. Through their platform, healthcare professionals and organizations can enter, upload, and share core credentialing documents and information. Professionals and organizations then have the opportunity to use that information to order multiple services and solutions like credentialing, state license registration, certifications, payer enrollment, renewals, and more. On average, the BlockHealth platform saves users 40 to 60% on credentialing and licensing related costs. Organizations can use BlockHealth as an extension of their team or as their whole licensing and credentialing team. 
Today, Block Health works with some of the top healthcare organizations. To learn more about Block Health, please visit www.blockhealth.com. That's B L O C H E A L T H.com and follow them on their social channels at Block Health. Thanks for listening. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.